We've got one master, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who rules over all, works through all, and is present in all. Everything we are and think and do is permeated with oneness. So that's where we've been in Ephesians 4. And today we're going to take a step forward in Ephesians 4. So if you would stand with me and let me read Ephesians 4 beginning in verse 7. But having that oneness, that unity, that that doesn't mean you should all look and speak and act the same. Out of the generosity, grace of God, Jesus, each of us is given his own gift, grace. The text for this is, he climbed the high mountain, he captured the enemy, he seized the booty, he handed it all out in grace, gifts. To the people. Is it not true that the one who climbed up also climbed down, down to the valley of earth, and the one who climbed down is the one who climbed back up, up to the highest heaven? Jesus handed out grace, gifts, above and below, filled heaven and earth with his grace, gifts, filled earth with his gifts. He handed out gifts. Grace, the grace of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, to train Christ's followers in skilled servant work, working within the body, the church, until we're all moving rhythmically and easily with each other, efficient and graceful in response to God's Son, fully mature adults, fully developed within and without, fully alive like Jesus like Christ. Please have a seat. This morning we're going to go backwards through the passage. So the question is, what will it take? What will it take for us to be fully alive like Jesus? Fully developed within and without. Or as another translation would say, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. What will it take for us to get there? What will it take for us to be full, a fully mature adult that we will be mature in the Lord? What will it take for us to move rhythmically and easily with each other, efficient and graceful in response to God's Son? Until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son. See, I don't want to just say these are platitudes. Oh, those are nice sayings. Oh, well, that's idealistic. I mean, that's the standard that Jesus has given us. And having given us that standard, He's given us the grace and the graces to accomplish it. So what's it going to take? For us to be fully alive like Jesus Christ, fully developed within and without, for us to be fully mature, for us to move rhythmically and easily with each other, efficient and graceful in response to God's Son. Well, this week, we're going to answer the question through demonstration. I want to remind you that many times when Jesus taught, He did 
and then he explained. Sometimes we forget that. Sometimes I listen to myself and I listen to others that have pastoral ministries and quite bluntly, we talk too much. Jesus didn't talk too much. He talked just right. And one of the things he did is he showed people what he was going to talk about. Therefore, he didn't have to say so much because they already saw it. And so what we're going to do today, thanks to our arts and creativity team, is we're going to demonstrate the answer, what will it take? Now to do that, we all have to participate. And I'm going to assume everybody has a card, right? Everybody pick up your card and we'll just make sure. Everybody have one? Nate, where's yours? Did you already lose it? Okay, Nate and Greg. Okay, we have some, who, here, yeah, here we go. Who doesn't have one? Okay. Becky needs one. I get, I'll be a part. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you. Now, what we're going to do, if you, you see one side has whatever on it, the other side is white, and it has a number. Now, what we're going to do is it, there's no, there's, there's no, no one's going to tell you, okay, number 38. We're not going to call numbers. We want this to be spontaneous. But everybody has a card, color side out, please, that goes on this grid. And there's ticky-tack. Anybody like, anybody like to use ticky-tack? So you take some ticky-tack, and you put it on the four corners. Is that right? Okay. You put ticky-tack on the white side, and then you find your little slot, and you put your piece of paper there. Yes, Stephen? <clears throat> well, what number do you have? Okay. That's good. That should work both ways, whether it's upside down. Or... <laughs> yeah, put, yes, put, yes, the number on the bottom. The number's on the bottom of your page, that's right. Okay, now, as we do this, I would like you to, we're demonstrating something, so I'd like you to observe and watch and let's share together uh, what we're learning. I'm going to invite others when we're done to share. Well, I I saw this. We did this, and this is what I saw us doing. So what are we learning as we do this? Okay, does that make sense? They have to touch. Okay. Okay, like a puzzle. Christy, would you like to go, if you would demonstrate how to do this with yours, and then if you would stay over there and just kind of help. Inga, she's jumping on it. She's going to go demonstrate. I'm not going to miss out. And we're just going to take, you know, Just take our time, watch, and learn together because we're demonstrating 
some important things. All right. <clears throat> All right. Now that we can see what we've done, uh, what have we learned? I just want to, I've got a blank slide just with that question. What have we learned? And so I'd like to invite those of you that made an observation to come, and we would like you to speak over the mic. Uh, so, Connor, you're welcome to come. Hello. Well, at first I thought it was going to be the sun because of all the yellow, but obviously it's not. Um, of course, it's still the light of the world. Yeah, well, it's the sun, but it's not the sun. But it's the light of the world. It is, and it's Jesus. Good, thank you. It can be the obvious things. It is Jesus. Okay? Someone else? Hey, Megan. It takes money to make up the body of Christ. It takes many. many. It takes many. It takes many. It takes many. I love puzzles, and there's nothing, um, well, I won't say nothing. There is something worse, but it's a bad thing when you're putting a puzzle together and one piece is left out and you don't get the whole picture. And it's that way with the church. Um, all of us make up the stature of Christ and bring the church to the stature of Jesus Christ. And if one piece is missing, um, then some of what we need to see Jesus Christ is missing. Thank you, Mary We all, every one of us, are part of this picture. Okay, someone else. Come, Becky Chin. Um, it was interesting to me that um, the different colors, if you just have one piece, you have no clue how it fits into the whole. Because, I mean, you've got one corner that's all green, and then you've got some orange and some dark colors, and if you just look at your own piece, you don't even know, and then it goes in, and you're like, oh, it's kind of an interesting discovery. Right. On the tail of that. On the tail of that. Um, some of us don't need a mic. Scott, when he was giving out the pieces, he gave me a dark, ugly one, and I was like, oh, I don't want that one. I want a nice, pretty green one, and then I noticed that the one that I was originally going to have was going to be the eye. So sometimes we think our part isn't necessary or isn't good and isn't beautiful, but with the whole body, it is. Very good observation. Sometimes it, our, our gifting doesn't make sense unless we're together. You know, gifting alone is outside of the fullness, so it's gifting together. And uh, they weren't guaranteed that, I don't think they were at least, that all the tall people would get the top row. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> I noticed that uh, when someone left, they uh, put a chair there for others too. So just the idea that what we have may be out of our scope or may seem out of our scope. And so it does take the body to come in and help those who have something to contribute, contribute it. Awesome. It takes each other to help. You know, bring out the gifting. And, and some of the times we feel like some of our gifting is, it's way out of our reach. And really, truthfully, 
all of our gifting is because it comes from Jesus. And he's, he's working through ordinary people with something supernatural. Awesome. Nate. No, you can't say from over there. Um, when there may be something that doesn't look right with the body, possibly, there are folks who see that and want to make it right. Um, so Lola and Matt going up to the corner to piece it all together and yeah. fix it for us. Yeah. Awesome. These are wonderful observations demonstrating the passage. Keep coming. We're building each other up. Awesome. Gabe? Um, I, was, I was noticing, well, before we put the pictures up, someone had to put those strings up there to line it up and organization, putting the numbers on the back, giving a sticky tack. So there's some organization that needs to be done um, before we see the full image. And also some people waited and handed out the ticky tack and let people put up their pictures and wait and kind of hand it out more. And then they were usually the last one to put their picture up. So a nice little, little servant, servant hood right there. Great. So with the body of, there is structure. Uh, the body of Christ is organic, but there's structure. If you look at your garden, you have to have structure. If you're going to produce something, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to grow tomatoes, you're going to have to have one of those spirally things for the group tomatoes if you want fruit. So there will be structure in the body of Christ. And then there's servanthood in the body of Christ, which is really great. Good, good. Thank you, Gabe. Jeremy. I think what I, what I was thinking about when I was looking at that was just how much we need each other and what a uh, blow to ego and pride this is because we can't do anything on our own. Um, and I was thinking just in general, it would be difficult to have an eye because you, you could think, oh, well, you guys can't do anything without me. There's no face without the eye. Um, and I think there's some people who have more visible gifts and uh, they got a hard road because you could feel that way. I think, you know, somebody who's super charismatic maybe or very uh, um, a lot of people look up to, you could easily get deceived and think this all depends on me, but really it's everybody. Thank you. You know, you can lay that on me. You can make my gift more important than your gift, and that's not true. And so please don't put me on a pedestal and don't, don't important than anybody else because that's not true. We are all important and we all together with the gifting, it all goes together to produce this. And, and we need each other. I mean, my gifting doesn't work without people <laughs> to share with. Uh, but, but your gifting doesn't work without me too. So we, we really do. So that's a great observation. I want to add the word to Becky. Her, her word, too, in the colors is diversity. And that the body of Christ is meant to be diverse in color, ethnicity, economy, politics. It just keeps going. We are to be the diverse body of Christ. Yes, Becky. Yeah. We got to touch. The parts of the body have to touch. For it to work. Okay, Jonah. Are we recording this? Yes. Good. I was like, it'd be a shame after all this wisdom was spilled out everywhere. If <laughs> I can only remember one thing. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> I'm not. Um, 
a few things. Um, this required patience in communication because not everybody could just charge up there at the same time and stick their part of the picture up at the same time. And so it required waiting and what number are you and is this too high, too low? Um, another thing is, um, it doesn't matter what number anybody is, you couldn't just put it where you felt like putting it. You had to put it where it needed to go because if not, it wouldn't look like anything. It would just look like, uh, not sure. I'm not sure what it would look like and that's probably what would be the result. And then the other thing is, um, back on the communication part, I mean, our bodies communicate with themselves all the time. You know, nerves communicating to the brain. And so I just emphasize that. We have to talk to each other. The, <laughs> when somebody said you have to be touching, I just thought of this, like a, not graphically bloody, but like it's the body that wasn't put together. You know, like a mannequin with legs and arms all over the place. I'm like, it's not going to work. It's like a broken G.I. Joe. You know, you know, or the, the twisty rubber band thing they had in the middle. And the, yeah, so um, talk to each other. Talk to each other. Um, listen to each other. Coming more from, a, a, the Wilsons know this. I'm a guy who needs to process out with people because, and it's not that I'm an, an air hog, but there are people who just need to get their words outside their head or else they will go crazy. So be willing to listen to those that are like me. <laughs> and then you have to be patient with people like me who are reticent. And you've got to pull it out of me, you know, to get it out of me. So it does. It takes, takes both. Yeah. Yeah. Good eagerness to, to go. You know, in this, in this wisdom, Jonah, he, he's referring to a passage in the Bible about us being disjointed. We had, we had Jeremy telling us kind of a parable out of 1 Corinthians 12. You know, the I can't say to the hand, I don't need you. you know, so, so there's scripture coming out and what we're saying as well, which is cool. It was compelling. You know, you, you didn't want to sit over there and just kind of look from a distance because you can't see because it's the reflections on it. But it's compelling to go over there and watch it all come together. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Not that you want to kind of just, you know, not move because of it, but it was compelling to watch it come together, I thought. And it's that compelling is attractive. You know, once, once you see the face of Jesus, you're, you, that's attractive. And so if you think about people outside of this building... I mean, tragically, most people are not attracted to the church because they don't see Jesus. And that's in our culture. You know, the church is not, doesn't, hasn't, doesn't have the favor of man in our culture. It did in Acts. Why? Because they saw Jesus. So we, we want to be Jesus to our generation, to our city. And we want Jesus to be compelling. We want people to follow Jesus. We don't want people to follow our church. We don't want people to follow our whatever. We want people to follow Jesus. So we want people to see Jesus. The way people see Jesus is when we're functioning as the body of Christ, connected, using our gifts to display the fullness of who he is. Good. Okay, please, Jen. 
I have to, because we're recording. I don't want to be recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do have a need to be against. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the need to be against. Yeah, that's what I'm learning. I'll tell you all about when I've arrived. Um, so, <laughs> Jeremy and I both love yellow and green, and he, we kind of like green more than yellow. And he gave me the, the yellow, and I thought, it's just like him to take the green. <laughs> and I think that is neat, because really, Jeremy and I have been going through this intensive study on training in a really unique gifting of just being spiritual directors, which is kind of another thing. But it, I was watching this in light of what I've learned, and Jeremy and I have been trying to figure out who we are, our needs, what our redemptive state is in our sin state. And so I was so excited to have that yellow piece because it is the nose. And I was in the middle and touching everybody and everything, and the green is up on the edge watching. <laughs> and that's really, I think that was God because it's what I like. <laughs> and it's okay to be in the center and touching people. Right, Laura? We can do that. So, yeah, I thought that was really, I know, I know that few of our friends, we've regurgitated too much on them, and they're like, stop telling us. So I need more friends so I can share with more than four people. <laughs> and, and just wear green. I'm glad I wore green today. <laughs> Dorothy? I noticed when one piece fell down that somebody, we won't mention who, um, picked it up and put it back up. And that just reminded me because, you know, when I came, I was pretty fallen down. And someone, a lot of y'all actually picked me up and helped me to get back up. And just the importance of when one falls down, helping to get it back up. That is so Jesus. That is so Jesus. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. So I, a couple of things. Um, make everything touch. Everything has to be just perfect. But when you look at it, individually, it's not. There's crookedness. There's, but as a group, it's perfect. And the other thing is when you get really close, you can't see it anymore. And sometimes you have to take a step back so that you can see it's perfect. Together, we're perfect. We've been made whole. Wow. Isn't this great? Isn't this really wonderful? <laughs> Giving a high five to Jesus. Ticky tack. Yeah. It's good. Well, well, I have just a few suggestions. One, listen to the podcast this week. It'll be up, and this collective wisdom that we just shared with one another, you can then record that. And as you record that, remember that the church doesn't revolve around any one of us. It's all of us. Don't minimize your participation in the body of Christ. You have a grace to add to the fullness of Jesus that others don't have.
And without that grace being added, then we're not the fullness of, of Jesus. So uh, our, our age groups here, you know, whether it's middle school or whether it's seniors and everything in between, and then you could go below, but our kids are back in the classroom. But I would say to them too, even our kids have a grace. Out of the mouths of babes, God has ordained his praise. This one young boy showed up uh, at a gathering and... Um, he was not all there emotionally or mentally. But as he worshiped, he said, did you see Jesus dancing on the stage? Wow. Wow. God gives grace. Jesus has filled the universe with his grace. And we are recipients of that grace. And when it comes together in this thing called the church we begin to manifest the fullness of who Jesus is, and it takes all of us to do that. Last suggestion is uh, this week, go back and read Ephesians 4, uh, the first about 20 verses, because that's where we're going to kind of spend our time over this Easter season um, and just spend some time in God's Word and reflect upon who He is, what His grace is, and what your part in that is. So if I could say a prayer, uh, we'll get on with our day. Would you like to stand with me? We also dispense grace in uh, ministry time. So if there's, if there's a way that you would like additional prayer today before you go, we do that over in uh, the resurrection corner. And so you're welcome to stay if, If you just, you know, we love to dispel grace, to give it away, everything that God gives us. So if you have any special need and want additional ministry and prayer, please stay and we'll do that. So I'll say the amen and off we go. Lord, I thank you for your grace. Thank you that you became like us so that we could become like you. And thank you that this morning you have reminded us through this demonstration that we together with your grace reflect the fullness of who you are. Would you please continue to fill our lives with your presence, with your power, and with your grace? And would you continue to encourage us to stay connected to your body, that we might give to our world a better image of who you are? For your sake, I pray. Amen.